Brothers and sisters! Brothers and sisters! I don't know what this world is coming to! What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? Y'all tapped into the full disclosure show. You know what it is. I'm Derek Lamont Williams, the first. We got Baba Rich Green, Dick Dashley, and the little lady in the house, Miss Lisa, Lisa Burnett. What's good? What's good, y'all? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Back at your ass like it was the first time. <laughs> hey, wait, it's Capricorn, Capricorn season. season. Oh, yes, Capricorn. indeed. Happy birthday, everybody. So many, I, I, I can't even mention, but you know what? My, I saw my girl Tiffany Aiken's birthday was the other day. Happy um, birthday to Miss Latrice Isaac of the Janky Promoters. Happy Another birthday, Capricorn. Happy birthday. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, I think what Rita Rita was not was a little couple weeks before her, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 Happy birthday, Rita Rita. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. It was a lot, a lot of Christmas babies coming out yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a lot of Christmas babies here <laughs> in the next few years. <laughs> this quarantine. Yeah, quarantine and Christmas. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of Christmas babies. So what's good, Dick Dasson? What you been up to? And over here on the man, you know, um, I don't know if people know, some of y'all know, some of y'all don't. Um, I, I, I have coronavirus. I'm coming to the tail end of my quarantine. And uh, I'm going to tell you, it is not fun. It's no joke. It is real. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I have people telling me, oh, well, you just got the flu. Well, you come <laughs> tell my body that. <laughs> Yeah, I ain't I ain't know if you wanted to mention it. I ain't wanna be putting your business all out of the street like that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, we we glad you're doing okay and uh yeah. you know, it's, it's I think um your cousin said it like the best the other day. It's like man, it was a point where I didn't know anybody who had it. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like now I know everybody I know have it. You know what I mean? It's crazy. So yeah, it's definitely real, man. Ain't no bullshitting out here. Well, we glad you're doing all right, man. And we want to thank everybody that's tapping in, man. Share it. Uh, uh, like the video. And uh, please give us your comments and so we can read them. And, uh, you know, we're going to go ahead and jump into this thing today. See if we can get on into it. Well, uh, I want to talk about this video that's went viral. That was made. It's a brother named Kevin Samuels. He has a, he's a life coach. He's a... Uh, you know, he, he 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 tells men how to, he's a he, he's considered a high high end, you know what I mean? The type of guy makes six seven figures, you know what I mean? Businessman. Well, I've seen certain things that, you know, but he has a podcast, he has a show, and uh, on YouTube where you know women call in, and he he gives them advice or he lets them air their grudges, or whatever. So, uh, I don't know if Rich has this video queued up, we can play it. Uh, the one woman who uh, was on the show, who said she she was looking for a six-figure man. You got it queued up, Dick Dosley? Yeah, I'm going to start getting, getting her ready. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's very interesting. You've seen a lot of uh, 
a lot of people commenting on what was said, what he said to her, and, and the manner that it was said. You see, we got it. Okay. Now, right there, because he asked her before this clip, did she know any man who made six figures? And she said her dad and her uncle. All right, that's it. That, that, that's that's enough, Rich. We got, we good. You got, you got the just. We got the just, yeah. <laughs> so, for those who, who, you know, what I'm saying, what he was telling her, she's a, she's a business owner. She owns a, a pet cleaning business, and she makes six figures, which is she's doing a hell of a lot of cleaning pets. Independent woman, 35 years old with a child. 
she's she if you watch the and I and I encourage y'all to watch the whole video because you know we, we we take little clips of it of course, but to see the whole interview in is in is in its entirety, that's a tongue twister, and uh, what she said is you know she but she had dated men who were, who she felt she was dating down her words, and it wasn't working out how she how she felt like it she it needed to work out. Because she felt like she couldn't submit to a man, <coughs> excuse me, who she felt in her mind, now I'm, I'm paraphrasing, as, as didn't maintain up to her standards. So then she was saying on the clip, she felt like she, need, she needs to date a six-figure guy as herself, and that would be where her match was. And what he was telling her is basically, <coughs> you're 35 years old with a kid, high-end man, which is 10%. They said about 10% of the pop, population are black men who are making six figures and over. That's what they averaged in the in, in the clip. And these men have options. Have you, like, you know, when, when you're, when, I always say wealth is the great equalizer. You know what I'm saying? When a man has money, it doesn't matter what he looks like anymore. It doesn't matter how old he is anymore. You know, he has money. He has the pick of the litter. You see Hugh Hefner. You, you see these rich, older men with incredibly young, attractive women. You know, and so what he's telling her is she, the man that she wants, she doesn't even know any of these types. She doesn't even know any man that he's been making this money. So how are you? That's like saying, uh, what is, I, I want to date Rihanna. Well, I don't even know those singers. Like, if I'm not in that world, if I'm not, you know, he told her, you're not running Microsoft. You're not in a position where you're going to just be running into six-figure guys everywhere you go. So you don't even know these kind of guys. How do you think you're going to obtain these kind of guys? And these type of men do not want a woman like you. So that's the kind of phrase at all. I'm going to go ahead and pass to Miss Lisa Lisa and get your take on it since you're the woman. <coughs> excuse me, excuse me. Um, first off, I feel as if this woman, for her to feel that way, I feel that if you want, if you want a six figure man, there are certain things that you need to do in order to put yourself in that position such as that. And I understand where he says that I can understand some of the things that he was saying, a man that makes that type of want, type of money is going to want a certain type of woman. Just like a woman that makes that certain type of money, she's going to want a man that makes that type of money. We want men that, we want people that are on our level are better. If you're not in such a better level, obviously you're probably going to want a person that is on a higher level than you. But with that coming, you need to put yourself in a position where you can be at that level not just be at that place where you meet people at that level but you need to put yourself in a position where you can make yourself six figures because they're going to want a particular type of woman or a particular type of man so i do think that you need to put yourself in that type of status as far as financially and you know looks looks I mean, some people say looks are important, and I think looks are important to a, a to a point. But that's my opinion. You know what I'm saying? I don't want you, me personally. I don't want nobody that 
then chop their face off, added this, put this, move this. That's my personal opinion. But I think this woman, I think that she was financially in a, in a place where she could say, I want a six-figure man. She makes six figures herself. Uh, and how he was very dismissive on her physical appearance. I felt as if that was his personal opinion. I feel like he was taking his personal feelings as what type of woman he wanted and putting it and generalizing it. And I felt as if that was just his feelings or maybe him and his group of friends, how they view the type of women that they want. And that's not to shame him, but he was very de demeaning in his tone, in the way he was telling her, you know. And I think he was, he was saying that, you know, because you don't look this way, you, you, you can't get what you want. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like what the white man says, because you're not blonde hair, blue eye, you can't be this or you can't have that. So I felt that that was that type of attitude. You know what I'm saying? Because, mm -hmm. no, I'm not in the six-figure men level or what have you, but... When you see on TV, you see other men that are got money that are rich, and I see some of their wives, and their wives is not drop dead gorgeous. They're not beautiful. They didn't go get they average looking. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I think that was just a very generalized comment. That well, part of it. the the thing is though, he he asked her, "What do you rate yourself?" She she said a five. Now my opinion, I would rate her higher than a five. I thought she, you know, she had makeup on, but I thought she was an attractive woman. You know what I mean? Well, she said a five. So he said, well, you saying a five, that means you're average. Five on a scale of one to ten, five is average. Now, had she just said, I'm an eight, and he was like, well, no, you're not. You well, know he I mean? did dismiss her later on. He he said that, you know what I'm saying, he did tell her, he's like, you're, he's like, you're a, be a five at best. No, she said I'm a five. Yeah, but he said you're a five at, he said, yeah, but you are a five at best. Yeah, but he was back to what as she if, said. But if though. he felt as if she was more than, than uh, average, he would have said, well, you said this, but I think this, but da, 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 da. But he was very dismissive with her looks, even though she averaged herself, he mm. did tell her, yeah, you are a five at best. You take that wig off. He said, you take that hair off and that makeup, what do you look at? What do you look no, like? No, but she said a five but, at but best. Again, she said I'm a five. When I make myself up, I'll be, I'm a six. So he went off of what she said. You know what I mean? I, I would agree. If he would, if she would have said eight, I feel like I'm an eight, and he said, no, you're not. You're a five. I would, you know what I mean? But she kind of put herself in that mode. Like, maybe you should have your standards up. What'd you say? It's some, it's some, uh, it's some comments, uh, Rich, you want to read these? There's a lot to unpack here, man. Oh, yeah, so we got Veronica Thornton. She said, part of what he told her is true. She hasn't put herself in a position to be in the places where those type of men are. She's making six figures, probably still going to the bar. Mm -hmm. Veronica went on to say, but the other part of what he said is subjective, as she has self-esteem issues based on her rating of herself. True. And he picked up on that. Right. Yeah. Finally ended with six figures could easily be a hundred thousand. She didn't really define her six figures. Jerome Newman said, "Huh, I'm lost. Just just tuned in. Y'all got a green screen? <laughs> Big things <laughs> popping." Veronica Thorpe went on to say, "She is allowed uh, to want what she wants, though." 
she just has to approach it differently. How about I kind of, should I replay that clip a little bit? Yeah, you can play the clip again. Hey, so real quick, the video is about, is a guy, uh, Kevin Samuels, he has a show on YouTube. He's a life coach. Uh, uh, invest. I don't know what he does, but you know he, he gives women advice or or criticism about how to get men or on certain levels. So the woman calls, and in the, in, the, in the contest of the contest, she says she w wants a guy who makes six figures. He's telling her, "You're 35 years old with a kid. You're not in that bracket. You don't." You, you, you know, you, the guys that you want doing are not wanting you. She's dating guys who she feel is below her, which, again, again, the mentality, even thinking like, oh, this guy is below, you know, this, like, the, the scale that she has put me in that, that's another thing entirely. So, and so he's basically telling her, like, these guys don't want you. You need to just date regular guys. You're, you know what I mean? Just give it up. So. Is it cute, Everett? Because you know we behind. We on? Let's play. Let's play. I don't feel like you're the exception okay. to the rules. We just behind. And then when someone like myself comes along and gives you a, a dose of reality, Instead of just accepting it, it's like, yeah, but, yeah, but I'm special. You don't know any men on this level that are not your father, that aren't related to you. That means you don't know these men. You don't know where to go here. You don't know what they need. You still see See, he said average-looking women don't get high-ranking men. That's his opinion. You know what I'm saying? 
Right, right, right. Dick Dowsley, we got a few more comments and then want to get your take on this. Well, hey man, uh, let me read some of these comments then. Let me get to the comment section. Uh, Ronnie said, if you guys are scoping out the whole thing. What's up, Michael Copenhaver? What's going on, Michael Copenhaver? That's my man right there. Very funny comedian, y'all. Check this man out. Uh, so if you hear how she spoke to Rob, did I read that already? No, nah, we, yeah, we, she didn't want to hear what he was trying to say to her. The basic premise she should have taken away was completely missed on her. Jerome said, you have to find out where the six-figure man are. I'm sorry. That is what it is. And uh, Trezana Staples, she hit Emoji. Emoji and emoji. Emoji, yeah. Ryan Thorne said, uh, find where they are. And what they're looking for. What's up, Ray? Raymond Goodman Jr. Trezana went on to say he is very superficial, low vibrational. Jerome says she needs to think higher than what she's laying on the table. All right, man. So after reading some of those, I agree with a lot of the comments that I'm seeing. I think that uh, what he said was uh, it was on point and it was shallow at the same time. But so was she. Just by putting it out there that I want a six-figure earner is eliminating a lot of other people out there. You know, it's kind of what I talk to my daughters about, and I get to that in just a second. But let's get let's get to the to the therapist himself. Um, like I said, I believe he was right in what he was telling her. It was very harsh what he said, but truth was spoken. Now. I believe that, you know, it did come from a superficial standpoint in the way of objectifying someone just based on their looks. But if you put that up against the fact that she was just putting people up on just because of their earnings, then it's kind of fair game. It's like, you know, a woman who dogs good men and wonder why she keeps getting dogged. Or a man who dogs good women and he keeps getting bad women. You are perpetuating what you're getting. You, you're putting out those signals, so that's what you get. She was putting out a superficial message, and he attacked her with superficial things. So I, I believe that his, though, had an underlying heaviness to it. Hey, you have to be realistic. You're 35 years old. You have a child, a 13-year-old son, um, and you're not that attractive by your own ambition. And it probably also shows that she has a, a lack of uh, self-esteem. That's what Veronica Thorne just said. He, yeah, and he picked he up, did, yeah. and he picked up on that right away. I think she has a, a dark complex, dark uh, complexion thing, and I think um, she feels some maybe because she might be a little bit older. Those were things that I heard her mention. You know when he said. That you don't, that you're not in this league, blah blah blah. And she said, "Well, yeah, those type of women are lighter women and younger, so maybe those are issues that she has within herself. She definitely has some issues she needs to deal with, and and I think maybe she does. If she wants to meet those type of men, maybe she does need to go to the area where those type of men hang out at." Well, let me let me let me read this real quick, and I want to come full circle with it because it is a lot. Uh, what's up, Reese? Uh, Trezana says she was very superficial as well, chasing financial stats. Okay, let me say this. I, I often say 
you know, Rich Herbert, I say this all the time. Men and women marry for two different reasons. Women marry for uh, security. Men marry for love. You know what I mean? You see how, and you see the, the, the way the, a woman looks at the, she's like, I want a man with this. And most women do. We all have standards. But I'm going to tell you, as a man, men want, men don't know what they want until they find it. It's, it's nothing like, we don't have a list of things that, oh, I want a woman to do this, 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 and this. When you get older, you do. But as a young man, you know what I mean? I, I didn't, I wasn't looking for a woman who could cook. You know, I could cook my dad's self. I cook better than 60% of the women that's out here. I, I, I was independent. I washed my own clothes. I did my own thing. A man is attracted to what it, whatever it is it look like. Whatever it is attracted to him, that's the first thing. It's always what you look. It's always look. We, it's, we're being superficial, but you're not. Something about this woman, you know, we all like different things. Some men like skinny women. Some men like thick women, dark, whatever it is that's attracted to you. That's the first thing you see as a man. You say, ah, she's pretty to me. You know what I mean? That's the first attraction. So, and, and a man who has a lot, a six-figure man who has a lot of women throwing themselves at him, you know, they're going to, you know, if they're not in a situation where they're looking for a woman to settle down, they're going to do this and do that until they, a woman shows them different. So they first, so it's beauty, and then, okay, she's different than the rest of them. Now, another thing about it is, you know what I mean? Like, what a man wants, and, and again, like what I said, I forget the other point I'm trying to make, but it, what you what you you like what you like, and, and a lot of times we don't know what it is until we find it. You know what I mean? Like I don't know what it is, but this is the one. <laughs> it's just it's, this is one. She's different than the rest, whatever that is. But you know, whatever that is, it's, it is. We, men are visual. Period. We are more visual than women. And for her, she was like, well, I want a man that makes this. Like, that thinking, I don't even really understand that thing. Like, you should want a man who, you know, who treats you in a certain way, who acts a certain way, who, who carries themselves a certain way. You know, there's a lot of men who make six figures that are assholes. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? I think maybe maybe an issue could be that because, she's, because she wants... A certain type of man, she just goes for anything. So maybe she just keeps running into these desperate type men that just keep yeah. and two, taking her for her money or spending me, her for her money. Let me read because Rob just said something too. And the thing is, you make six figures, you're not looking for a woman to cook it. You're not looking for a woman to cook clean. What care what uh Cardi B say? I don't cook and I don't clean. Let me show, but I'll show you how to get this ring. Uh -huh. Because dude got dope. He he don't want you doing nothing. All he wants you doing is looking good on his arm. That's it. And well, okay, uh Ron said no, she just moving with the wrong crowd, kids or not. She has more potential than she thinks. I I agree with it. I agree. I agree with you. And he said she gotta know how to cook for real. And I feel <laughs> you. But when guys is making six, seven figures, they don't, they're not, they got, they going out to eat every night. Or they got chefs or personal cooks. They not, they don't need a woman to do those type of things. It's nice. You know what I mean? I'm going to tell you, like, you know, even my, my ex, you know, I've been with women who did all these things. And you appreciate it. But it's not, uh, it's not like, oh, she better do this, do that, do this. You know what I mean? You're looking for that connection first. You know what I mean? And that love first. And then that's what really that's what we really want.
You know what I mean? That's what men really want. You know, women, you know, they got she got a whole checklist where he got to do this, got to do that. And and that's fine. But can you I, can I say this? Go ahead, go ahead. I mean, you know, I've, I've met women like that who said, uh, you know, if a man proposed to me, the ring has to be like this. Or, you know, he has to have a six pack. He got to be six feet. He got to be a six figure. And you know what? Those are normally the loneliest women I know. So if you yeah. sit there and you wonder why you're not finding people, I mean, I, I'm not, this dude, he wasn't wrong with what he was saying. He, he was very objective when he was saying it. And I mean, objectifying her in that way. Yeah. Uh, but she put herself in that position by putting a monetary standard on it. Look, I would prefer a six-figure guy. That's what she could have said. But if you out here and you working hard, you trying to better yourself, that's cool too. It's not like a trying, man, because what I was saying is I put in the parking lot, I told my daughters, if I hear you say, if this man ain't ish and this man ain't ish and that man ain't ish, it's not the man, it's you. I'm raising y'all to be good women, independent people, male or female, my son as well. The thing is, if you're around a bunch of do-nothing people, then that says something about you not being inspirational enough to make them want to go out and achieve. So you you first have to look at yourself. But, I mean, that's a deeper conversation that these people yeah. have. Yeah, it, start, hey, it, it starts and ends. It starts and ends with yourself. She's shallow and she got told. I didn't, I didn't get a colorism thing. I, I know Lisa, you mentioned her. I didn't. I didn't even think she was that like a dark skinned girl. So I didn't hear her mention her complexion. I know she mentioned younger girls. Um, so she probably could have an age thing in her mind. But you know what? There's as many men out there that want older women. But matter of fact, now if you're a six figure earner as a woman, you better watch out because some of these homeless sexuals are <laughs> trying to come up on you. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, and, and real quick, man, we got some more comments. Rich, you want to read these? Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know if you read this, my man, Freddie Bryant. What's going on? Uh, my cousin Al, who read the dread, is on here. Uh, Freddie Fred said, I'm looking for a woman who can take me to Chipotle on a consistent basis. <laughs> <laughs> Aim high. Jerome Newman said, a man needs to know who's going to look out for him. Treat you well and has, a, has that good family energy. Veronica Thornton said, if she's searching from a point of desperation, that's what she'll attract to her. She just needs to change her mindset. But she is an example of the mentality of some women have. Agreed. And DJ Squirt said, what's up, Nerve DJ? What's up, Roger? Building. Uh, all comes natural with connection, and the six figures matter then. She will get that minus what she may really need. So if she put that at the forefront... Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, before we move on, I want I want to touch on something you just said that I always tell people: if you're single, that's looking for someone, don't look. You know, take the time that you are single to become the person that you seek. Take the time to you know, don't be looking at what somebody else has or what somebody else doesn't have. Focus on yourself. That's all you can really control. Yes. If you focus on yourself and be the type of person that you want to be, you know, you you. The universe will reward you. You will find somebody who will gravitate towards you. It will happen. You know, but you, if you, when you poke holes, it is always something, well, there's some, this person ain't this or this person ain't that. Point, you got to point the finger at yourself, like you said, man. You tapped into the full disclosure show. 
I'm Derek Lamont Williams the first, along with Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dasley via satellite, and Miss Lisa Lisa Burnett, the little lady of the house. We're gonna go ahead and move on to uh Lisa Lisa. Yes, yes. So I guess my topic kinda just waters down, not water down, excuse me, teeters off what you was talking about. I wanna basically talk about building your own reality. What is your own reality? I think sometimes we feel as if we build in our own reality or we live in our own reality, but I feel that if you're working for somebody else, unless you want to be working for somebody else for the rest of your life instead of being a boss or having your own company or business, then you're kind of living for you're kind of living somebody else's reality. So that just really had me thinking like, what is our reality? What do you wake up every morning and really want to do instead of what are you doing or what do you want? Like this woman, I think her reality seems to be she want to live rich and happy with a six-figure man. You know what I'm saying? That's her reality. So if that's her reality, whether we agree with it or not, she needs to do what she needs to do to pursue it. And obviously she's not doing it. So I just really want to take a sit back, take a time and sit back and think about what is your reality? Because I feel as if I have, I hadn't been living my own reality. I was living everybody else's. I was working for somebody and I wasn't happy at that job. And I was doing this and doing that and doing what everybody else wanted and was thinking about everybody else, but wasn't thinking about myself. So I had to sit back and say to myself, what is my reality? Because if you're, really, if you're not happy with yourself, if you wake up every day and you go to your job and you hate your job, you're not living in your reality. If you wake up every morning and you're not happy with the person you're with, for whatever reason, you're not living in your reality. So you need to get in your reality. And I think it's important when we are where we are right now with the coronavirus and people broke and no jobs and depressed and Christmas and everybody's running around here doing this and doing that, losing sight of themselves and losing sight of what they really wanted. And I don't even think if we were really even doing it before the corona, let alone now so do you know what your reality is you asked me well let's go look, dick dash let me go to dick dash first well, well let me go to these comments yeah right yeah so we, we got this going down in the comments so this still <clears throat> excuse me piggybacking off the last uh uh topic when we were talking about the woman who was saying she wanted a six-figure man uh but <laughs> She had a rude awakening on, on that. So uh, we got we got Rhonda DJ Squirt said, I know some man with six six figures that will kill a baby to keep it. That tells you what he would do to you. Alvin Red Dress said, prepare for success. You're looking for quality. You 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 looking for wow. something you need to qualify. That's church. DJ Squirt said she was dumb. I mean it had to be said. Mm. She said something shallow, she got red. She was shallow. She was. Al, Al went on to say, whatever happened to energy and effort, nothing comes to a sleeper but a dream. 
Jerome Newman said, but she had six figures. So she liked what she liked. Rose T said, what's going on, Rose T? T Rose said, it's the laws of attraction in the paradigm. What you put out there, you will attract. So she needed to, she, and that's what, that's what the therapist had told her. Ronnie Thornton went on to say, whatever your reality, you have to know what it looks like. The visual is a huge part of creating your reality. If you don't know what it looks like, how will you know when you get there? Ronica always comes with that. Mm-hmm. She comes with the fuck. So, uh, so yeah, get that's it. That's it right there. You gotta know what your what your reality is, what you what you attract. It's kind of like, you know, when I'm when I'm doing investments, you know, okay, yeah, do I want to make money? Of course, but that's not specific enough. I think mm-hmm. a lot of times when, you know, people are putting these things out there, they're not specific in what they want and what they're trying to achieve. You have a very nebulous view of the world a lot of times, so you leave so much out there for interpretation. I think that you need to get in contact, and I'm sorry, and, and you need to get into, uh, yeah, contact with yourself and, and understand what you want as a person to manifest that through yourself. And start, uh, and I, I think uh, Rose T said it the best, attract what you what you're looking for if you're putting it out there in the universe it's gonna come there well you know so that, that's just my thought process on it you want something you know be, be the thing that you want be the change in the world that you want to see be the person that you want when you walk in the room like the room up mm-hmm. you leave let people know your absence means something the, the best thing that you can bring to the table for anybody is yourself and if you're a pleasant person, man, they're going to always want you around. Oh, man. I, hey, man. Let's get on these comments. Hey, thank y'all. Keep it coming. The comment section is on fire today. Yeah, I mean, it's so, going down. It's going down. Like said, that's just it, Lisa. Some people's reality is being depressed and downtrodden. I would say they need to change their focus and outlook and manifest it, uh, a better reality. Jerome Newman went on to say, yes, uh, want my own. But saving is an issue. Any suggestions? We'll talk about that, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, Al Dred said exactly. Being in ambiguity is just babbling. Specifications. And Trezana Sable said exactly, Bob Bob. Mm-hmm. So, hey, Ron, man, you know, I'm going to tell you to look at options. My kids will tell you to look at Forex. I would just say just start. We got my man Ted Whitfield. He put $50 in the cryptocurrency earlier in the week. His 50 is now worth $124. That's him manifesting what he wanted. He didn't know exactly what he wanted, but he knew he had to take a chance, so he kind of put that out there, and he doubled his money in less than a day or two. So that, that's that's manifestation. You got to put yourself out there. If you really want to grow, put yourself in uncomfortable situations that force you to grow. If, you content, if you're content and you're just doing one thing all the time, the only thing you got to remember about life, the only constant thing in life is change. The only thing constant in life is change. And uh, let me say this, man. We talk about reality and manifesting your reality. I think, you know, for me, like, it starts with, it starts with perception, right? And perception comes from belief. Like, it's, it's about what you believe. You manifest what you believe, okay? So you believe something, that's how you perceive life. Like, I know people who, you know, people who are religious people, right, who they believe like you talk to them, they believe that the devil 
is in control of all the bad things that happen to them. <laughs> and that God is, you know, has a plan for their life. And that's their reality. You feel what I'm saying? That's how they perceive life. So they have, you know, anything that they like, you know, you have, like you see married couples. I've seen this with my own two eyes. You know, the wife is in the church. Maybe the husband is too. He cheats on her. It's the devil. Let's go to church and pray. That's their reality. Like you have, and that, and that, and it's that's so strong. Like you have people who would die. Like you, you got suicide bombers who believe that if I, this is their reality. If I put yeah. this strap, this bomb on, and run in this building, you know, I'm going to go to, you know, what I'm saying, I'm going to go to paradise. Like yeah. You know what I mean? And so, it, it, so you have to go to your belief. What you believe controls your your perception. What you perceive is your reality. We talk about racism a lot. Racism comes from a belief. A belief that as a white man, I'm superior to blacks, Hispanic, Latino, whatever. So that's my reality. So when I come in contact, that's how I can do heinous things to these people. Because in my reality, because of what my belief and my perception, I am above them. So you got men who or who are raping women because he feels in his reality that he's above. That he's below. Yeah, that that she's here for his sexual pleasing to do what he got. So that's how strong we talking about. So I, I mean, for me, like you know, for somebody who tries to, who see you, you have control over your reality, but it starts with your belief. If you believe in yourself, it changes your perception of what you are capable of doing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And in turn, changes your reality. Yep. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's how strong, you, you know, that's when we talk about self-awareness and confidence and those type of things. Rich just mentioned going into a room with a feeling of confidence in who you are. You don't have to do nothing. You don't have to do jumping jacks and uh, uh, do backflips. People feel the energy. You know what I mean? But if, you have to believe it. If you believe it, then your perception will, will, will reflect that. And your actions will reflect that. And your reality, it might not reflect it immediately, but, it, you know, you'll start to see. It'll change. It'll change. You, We do have control over our reality. We do. And a lot of people feel as if you don't. And lately, I don't know if it's just the season, the times, but I just feel like a lot of people are feeling like they don't have control over nothing because we're losing so much control over over things that in really reality, you wouldn't have control over anyhow. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, you wouldn't have control over whether this virus got out or not. So I think that you just need to take a step back and realize that this is not your reality. This is just you and somebody else's reality. So now you have to insert yourself and figure out what your own reality is and or put some blinders. Or what you want it to be. What you want what it to you be. What you perceive it to be. And put those blinders on and go for what your reality is. And real quick, even when we go to go back to the last to the last uh subject, right? The woman she said she was dating guys who were beneath her. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Her, that's, 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 that's that's her perception. There, yeah. Her perception is these guys are beneath me. So then stop. her actions yeah. is going to dictate right. that. And you don't think they pick up on that? I, people, we don't realize that so often 
we always put out what we don't want. Instead of keep saying what you don't want, you got to start saying what you do want. People be like, oh, I don't want no sorry ass man. I don't want no man. That do. Well, the universe don't know what you don't want. All it knows is just what you keep saying. So instead of keep saying, I don't want no sorry ass man, how about you say, uh, I want this type of man. I got this type of man. Write that shit down. Fucking visualize that. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then you ask. Or I want to be this type of woman. Yeah. Or I want to be this I, type of you woman. You have to fix yourself. I want to be this type of woman. You have to fix yourself. You have to work on yourself. And once you start working on self, those things that you want will come into play. See, so as a woman, you should say, I want to be the type of woman that apologizes when I'm wrong. See? Bullshit! (laughs) I'm never wrong. I'm never wrong. Get that shit straight. Got some more comments, Dick Dashley. Saying it begins with a thought. One positive thought can change your life. I was told when I had my stroke, I would never walk, talk, or be able to be independent again. That was not my reality or my thoughts. Three years later, I am living proof of mind power. I manifested my healing. Oh, <laughs> shout out to Trisana Staples, man. Check her out on YouTube. So, Olary, Olary. Jerome Newman said, your beliefs can really influence your decisions for real. Facts. Family, Terry Sanders. What's up, Mr. Sanders? You know, the brother, Ronnie Thor said, words cast spells. That's why they say the power of <laughs> Always got to give a rock. But that's true, man. That That's how you change your reality is by your belief and your perception of what's really happening. You know what we, what, you know what what you see and what I see is two different can be two different things. Mm-hmm. You know what what you see as a setback, I see I might see as a setup. You know what I mean? You just, you know, it all depends on how you look at it. When when we talking about falling, we all fall down. Some people look at that falling down as a stop sign. Yep. Some people look at it as a learning pro- learning opportunity. You know so. It's all, you know, the whole glass half full, half empty thing. But we always talk about that, you know. Is the glass half full or is the glass half empty? That's determining your reality. Like, how how do you look at everything? Is it half full or is it half empty? Like, is it all shuts or is it yes? You know what I mean? And that's one of the things that my daddy taught me, and I am grateful for, that he told me to always look at my glass being half full and it's like okay I had to tell one of my friends one day they were turning um, 35 and they weren't in the position that they felt that they should be in so I'm like well what are you, they're not that much older than me they're like a year or two older than me and I'm like well what are you sad why are you, why are you depressed and they say well I'm turning 35 and I don't have this I'm, I'm, not, I'm not here and I'm like look you may not be, you may not want be where you want to be, okay? But you're not where you don't want to be. Your glass is half full. You're closer to the top than you are right. to the bottom. So stop bitching, stop crying, and get your ass up and do what you got to do to get to where you want to be. You ain't that you far off. Get up, get out, and get something. Don't spend the day, let the days of your life pass by. Facts. What's up, Rome? Say, who's praying? That's just a... 
euphemism for the power of words. You know, you put it mm -hmm. out in the universe. What's up, Santa James? Thanks for joining us. You tapped into the Full Disclosure Show. I'm Derek Lamont Williams the first. We got Baba Rich Green, Dick Dasley, and the little lady of the house, Miss Lisa Lisa. Veronica Thorpe said to answer to Jerome, she said, not literally, just say the power of thought. And the power of words we use have the power we give them. Yes. Fact. So without further ado, y'all, we're going to go ahead and get into the social media post of the week. Keep the comments, keep the energy coming, man. We love y'all. Appreciate the love, man. Really do. Dick Dasley. Hey, man, you know what, man? I'm going to keep it nice, <clears throat> excuse me, nice and simple. And, um, you know, my social media post of the week, I, I want to show y'all this movie trailer, the movie that uh, is on Netflix, that I think that we all should be, uh, uh, that we should, all should be checking out. Hold on, it started on its own, see? I manifest that. <laughs> <laughs> You got your superpower on the 721st. Yeah, my, my powers came late. It won't stop. Uh, <laughs> Just like black folks, huh? CPT time. The powers came two days late. You know what's so crazy, though, man? Just uh, people finally learned about the, the, the winter solstice. And you see, it, it became so popular. People like talking about uh, tapping into your superpower. Mm -hmm. We tapped into it a long time ago. Yes, indeed. I should. Not to try to belittle anybody else, but you know, we're going to keep it 100. Because this right, is the full disclosure show. Hey, y'all, the movie he's talking about right here, My Rainy Black Bottom. If you haven't seen it, go peep it out. Yes, you are missing out. I might even give you my Netflix code if you ain't got Netflix. <laughs> Check out this movie. 
And Lord knows how I love me some black bottoms. If you if you love the movie um, Vincent, you you love this movie. Mm -hmm. uh, let me just give you a real quick synopsis of the movie. You know, uh, my rainy's black bottom means exactly what you think she's talking about. <laughs> 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 so my rainy's black bottom is he means exactly what that song sounds like. That's a song. So my rainy was a. Uh, uh, an early blues star and singer. This is a, 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 a movie adaptation of a play by August Wilson, as you saw, uh, starring uh, Viola Davis. Uh, if you if you don't know Viola Davis, uh, able to recognize you probably wouldn't even recognize her in this role. She did a great job. Great job. Great man. job. Great, great job. black man get killed, you'll, you'll know which one will be saying, oh, well, what about black on black crime? 
Mm-hmm. Or you see the person who can never get you know, over that trauma in life, so that trauma follows them throughout life. But instead of projecting it in a way that fuels them to be better, once again, it made them bitter. Uh, I think that every brother and sister should watch this movie, but I think it's also important for people from the dominant society to watch this movie, and uh, anyone who's a music lover. Um, but if you're a lover of plays, you're a lover of stories, you like to you like to watch something that has more than just one meaning, this is definitely a movie you should watch. Uh, Hats off to Chadwick Boseman. Uh, I believe that his role was Academy Award winning. Uh, I believe that Viola Davis's role was award winning, and that they should be mentioned come Oscar time. Derek uh, Lisa. Uh, so Chadwick Boseman and Viola Davis. Go ahead. I definitely agree with everything that he you broke said. down the movie. Excellently, bro. Excellent. Cisco Ebert. I was gonna say Cisco, he broke it he down. Was, yeah, he was over there. He broke movie it down. Right yes. there. Nah, he broke it down. He broke it down wonderfully. Um, had I not saw the trailer prior to watching the movie, I would not have known that it was Viola Davis for a good 20, 30 minutes into the movie, because the her performance, her makeup, her character, she. She embodied that character just that well. And whatever rewards that you get for playing movie roles or plays or what have you, I don't know what they're called, she needs to get that because that was an excellent performance. Well, it would be an Oscar. I mean, it's a movie. Is that what it's called? Yeah, and it's to the point now where movies that go to Netflix are getting Oscar consideration. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, she needs to... Uh, win all the awards she can. Um, Denzel Washington was he didn't he produce yeah, it or had a hand in producing he, it? Yeah. And I didn't even know that until after the fact. And he needs to get his rewards, producers get or what have you, because everybody in this role in this movie played their role to a T. The movie was uh, it had a very powerful message as well in there. And um, me personally, I like. Anything that teaches me about the time before myself, right? If you can't learn where you came from, mm-hmm. you never know where the hell you're going. So, and me being a, a fan of music and loving music myself, this is just right up my alley. I digress. Well, uh, I would suggest, like I said, if y'all watching this, man, please go check it out. If you don't have Netflix, hit me up in my inbox. i give you my... Uh, Cold for a day, you can check it out. No, I changed my password, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, no, nah, I mean, I would say for one, I did not know who my Rennie was before seeing this movie. I'll admit, and now you know, Rich, you know, I go deep in the, in the music, but I, I did, if, if I did, I forgot about it, you know what I mean. But I did not know who my Rennie was, and after seeing the movie, you know, it made me dig into my Rennie, and you know. For those, and most of the people who really dig our show, y'all probably watch movies the way we watch movies, with that deeper, under, you know what I'm saying, under the influence, looking for, and there's jewels everywhere in this movie. Like, the the, uh, the dialogue is wonderful. Shout out to my man, uh, uh, the, the, I can't think of his name, the brother off the plate on a, a different, different world. world. I think it was A1, 
Like I said, like you said, I did not realize till 20 minutes of the movie that, that was Viola Davis. Uh-huh. You know, and, and, and it, uh, you know, with some of the some of the things that were said, you know, well, I don't want to get, but when the man was like, you know, uh, black folks always want to be, want to have fun, want to, you know, what about, you know, things that are greater. And I mean, there was just so many things you could pull from this movie. And uh, it was a great, it was definitely a great watch. And like I said, I would advise y'all, man, check it out right now. And 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 I do want to mention, uh, I had to go back and watch that movie, uh, Bessie, with uh, Latifah, right. because you can't not talk about Ma Rainey without talking about Bessie, and vice versa. So I went back and I tried to watch that movie, but I couldn't even finish it because I didn't like how Hollywood had portrayed Ma Rainey. Now, had I watched Bessie at first, yeah. I wouldn't have. I would not have had a true picture of what Ma Rainey was and who she was mm-hmm. and her music, because Hollywood needed to make her look a certain way, needed to make her uh, carry herself in a certain way. But Netflix, Viola Denzel, Davis, yeah. Denzel Washington, they gave her. She was raw. Like, mm. I went back and looked at the pictures, and you really, if you didn't know, you didn't know the difference. Right. And, the, and another thing they touched on were, was the raping of our culture, mm-hmm. the culture of us. You know what I mean? They, they, this is nothing new. You know what I mean? They took the blues, and, you know, we, we would take it, and they would whitewash it. You know what I mean? They would take our blues and, and profit off of it where we wasn't mm-hmm. getting the money that we, we should have got. And the influence that we would have got, and the understanding we don't know these pioneers, excuse me, of the game because they've been, you know, they've been chewed up and pushed to the side. You know what I mean? So it's like that whole, all it was so many dynamics in playing this movie, man. Excellent movie. Excellent, excellent. Dick Dowsy, so you want to say in closing? Check it out, Trezana Staples. Hey, uh, I said, my Rainey's Black Bottom, great movie. But I'm going to also throw this out there, and I don't, you know, I don't mean to deter from what we were talking about, but if you got kids and you want to watch a good family movie, please watch Soul. Rent it, watch it. That movie is excellent once again. Yeah, I'm about to watch that one. I'm about to watch that one right now. Soul, as soon as Ron Jazz and just... Just the, the quiet undertones of that movie as well. And I got to give it up to my man, Donnell Rawlings, man. Uh, he plays uh, the barber, Dez, I think that's his name, uh, the barber. And it was one of the best scenes in the movie. I mean, it it, it typifies what the black barbershop means in, in the community. You know, like my man Pendleton, Roosevelt Pendleton, always told me, he said, if you ever get in trouble, and you're in another city and you need somebody to talk to or you just got something on your mind, pull up to a barbershop and just start talking. <laughs> yep. Uh, a barbershop or a bar. A barbershop or a bar. Something that got B-A-R in it. <laughs> That's where you go. <laughs> Yay, man. Y'all, thank y'all for joining us, man. Really great show. Love the energy. Full disclosure show, man. Derek Lamont wins the first. Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dashley, Lisa Lisa, the little lady in the house.
Tell the people in your life you love them because tomorrow's not promised. 2020, they took a whole lot of people, man. I think next week we do the year-end show, maybe. You know what I mean? The year-end show. You know, so tap in with us, man. It's all love all day. Above all, stay royal. We love y'all, man. Appreciate the love. For real. Peace. Peace.